Thank you so much for joining us on another edition of Tifosi Football Radio. My name is Christian Baldanza DiTacchio. And this is Giuliano Clary. And it is Tuesday, May the 11th. Once again, thanks so much for joining us today. A lot to talk about in Italian calcio, football, if you will. Uh, Serie B is done. We know the top two teams that have been automatically promoted to Serie A. So auguri to two teams. Empoli and La Salernitana. We will talk about that a little later. The playoffs are set up for the City of B promotion playoffs for that third and final spot. There are some juicy matchups there. We will be talking about that. Serie C, the third division of Italian soccer, is in the promotion tournament right now for that final spot into City of B. A lot of great teams. Some exciting matches coming up, including Foggia and Bari. It's going to be a big derby there. May the best Pugliese win. Oh, it's going to be bad. The best Cimedarap. <laughs> Seriously. Um, we're also going to talk about the new Coppa Italia format. A lot of mixed feelings about that. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. And we're going to talk about match day 35 quickly. And then we're going to get into match day 36 and 37 because we have match day 36 is already underway with Napoli winning 5-1. to one. Congratulations to them. Um, and then the rest of the games are this midweek, match day 37, the weekend. So let's get started, shall we? Let's jump right into match day 35. Let's just, you know, there were some good games. There were some games that meant nothing. Let's run through them. So Udinese, Bologna, 1-1 draw. One of those games that meant nothing. Yeah. But another outstanding performance by DePaul. Another man of the match performance. Beautiful goal. Toe yeah. poke. Beats Grubski, caught him still. Udine looking good, but it yeah. did not lead into a good performance today, as we will no, see. definitely not. But uh, a nothing game. Bologna created way more chances than they Udine. did. They did. They just, uh, again, can't get it done when it matters most. I, nope. I don't know if you have any thoughts on this game. Not really. Didn't care about this game. Yeah. Next game, Napoli. They're on a roll now. 4-1 to one over Spezia. They are for real. Yeah, I think that's 11 games unbeaten or something like that right now. I think today makes 12 games, doesn't Today's it? 12, so, yeah. I mean, outstanding. Yeah. Five today, four against Spezia, so nine goals in two games. Yeah. Aussie man got his brace, a yeah. nice brace it was. We had uh, some comments on Instagram saying, why wasn't he in our man of the, you know, in our team of the week? But There was a better striker out there. There was a better Roman striker we felt on the that's day. That's right. So, that's right. And listen, for those of you that see our match, our, our teams of the week, I do not put those together. Giuliano is the one that puts those together. So for you seeing all those Roman players in there, it's because they played amazing. They did. They played good. They played amazing. And I didn't pick them. Giuliano did, just so you know. Next game, another game about nothing, celebrating the Scudetto win. Inter fielding their C team, smashing Sampdoria 5-1. to one. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, they looked... They look excellent. Uh, they look scary now with no pressure. They're rotating yeah. the squad. That's what I was They're saying. They're hammering. Alex, yeah. Alexis they got, Sanchez uh, with the brace. Yeah, but they got their work cut out for them this midweek coming up. So <laughs> it's going to be interesting. <laughs> means nothing for them. But it's they, they look good. Radu finally got a start in net after a Hanavich mistake in the first half. Ranocchia doing a bicycle kick that must have had a seven-foot leap, a vertical <laughs> leap, it seemed like. Uh, yeah. Insane bicycle kick, and he pulled it off, just made a good save at Adero. Uh, maybe the only good save he did all, all game, and Ashley Young got a chance. Akimi, they were running the wings. They just absolutely 
dismantled Sampdoria. They did. They did. Calabrini was embarrassed, but Sedavi, those are the champions. They and do what they do. And Gallardini again. Yeah. Maybe La Nazionale they're calling. I think so. I think so. Now, let's move on to this game. Big upset here. Fiorentina, 2-0 victors over Lazio. Fiorentina, grazie tante for that big favor there. You give us a fraction of a chance of passing Lazio. So mathematically, we still can catch them. So uh, Fiorentina, though, Vlahovic, two big goals here. Fantastic. What do you think? It was a fantastic performance by Fiorentina. Uh, They played their style. Lazio just completely, completely fell apart. Ciro Immobile went completely cold. Correa didn't play good. Lulic, garbage. Alberto, garbage. Lucas Leva, garbage. I think the only players that showed up here, in my opinion, that stood out in this game, Acerbi, who has been a rock for Lazio all season long. Marosic on the right side. And you got you to gotta know about uh, Malinkovic Savic as well, the man in the midfield. What did you think of uh, Vlahovic? And well, Roma, he has been on the Roma target book you know on the short yeah list. he's on the uh he's on the roma target book and uh he's also on the milan target he's also milan target and internationally i yeah. think Borussia dortmund are looking at him as well look i think the amount he's fantastic player it's time for him to move on to a bigger club he looks like he is the real deal he's basically he's the only guy who's firing on this fiorentina team all season long consistently and uh, it's time for him to go to a big club. Time for him to prove his worth. Uh, he's got a huge upside to him. So let's see where he goes. Is it going to be Roma? I don't think so. Do you want him? I wouldn't mind him. I wouldn't mind him. I, I'd be happy with Vlahovic if that's going to be our number one guy. But uh, I don't think it's going to happen. I think someone else is going to come calling and he's going to go elsewhere. So Vlahovic... Enjoy your last few games with Fiorentina. I think it's over. Speaking of another guy that's rumored to go to Borussia Dortmund, Bartolome Dragowski. He played excellent. He played excellent. excellent. Looks like uh, looks like he's on his way out too. I think Borussia Dortmund are the uh, leading uh, candidates to sign him. And talk about a goalkeeper with size. Uh, makes a mistake here and there, but what goalkeeper doesn't? Uh, probably one of my favorite goalkeepers. He's just he's big and he can fly. It's very rare that you can find a six foot six, six foot seven goalkeeper that can uh, fly in the net. So, big fan of that. Uh, a big, uh, big uh, game also for uh, Cristiano Baraghi, who played left midfield in this game. Very interesting. Yes and no. He's been in that position for the last couple of years at left wing back, left mid, whatever. Wing back, wing left back. Left wing back, left mid, whatever the position gets defined as. He's the lone man on the left side of the field, and another. Yeah, another amazing performance. Got it, getting the assist on one of the Vlahovic yeah. goals. And on the other side for Lazio, uh, falling apart at the wrong time now. Champions League hopes are almost, pretty much done now. Uh, all they can hope for is a Europa League spot, which they could possibly still lose to Roma. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. But let's move on to the next game. Sassuolo keeping that pressure on Roma for seventh place, uh, winning, beating Genoa 2-1 to one here. Thoughts on this game? Not much. Another game. I mean, Genoa, they're pretty much safe after They're safe after the Benevento game. So I mean it's another loss for them. Masiello making an error on the game in the in the game for the goal. But uh, I think the big standout here is we got another Italian striker scoring. It's not Chicho Caputo up top anymore for Sassuolo. It's, it's Giacomo Raspadori. So 
Yeah. Him and Berardi are looking pretty good as a duo there. I and think, uh, I think Chicho like Caputo's it. chances of playing for Italy at the Euro are done. They're now. yeah, they're next to zero. Yeah. He's fallen right off the map. He has. Uh, but Giacomo Raspadori, fantastic performance. Manuel Locatelli, man of the match performance here. And Domenico Berardi is Domenico Berardi here. He's just on fire. There's some great pieces to this uh, Sassuolo team. Uh, and also, speaking of Sassuolo, uh, their coach, De Zerbi, pretty much done. He's going to be going to uh, Shakhtar Donetsk. Yes, That'll be his first great, big yeah. club. So all the best to him if that once that becomes official. And I uh, hope you do well. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, it's disappointing to see him. You know, he's going to be out of City A. You would, but he he said he he's never going to go to a Super League club. He's never yeah. going to coach a Super League club anymore. But so there's a lot of clubs you, that could have uh, been a big step up for him. Yeah, like Roma. I'm surprised. Lazio. I'm surprised. Uh, uh, now we're going to lose him. I guess he's going to get his Champions League shot now because shots are usually. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. In, so. It'll be it'll be interesting to see if he brings any pieces with him. I don't think so. I think he's the coach. He doesn't need to bring guys in. I think he knows how to take the group he's been yeah. dealt. And, and that, sh- that Shakhtar team, they got some really good pieces. Yeah, there. it's an aging squad. Bits, parts of it. Some of the stars on the team are getting old. But but still. He'll, he'll do well there. Yeah. That's for sure. And then uh, speaking of smashings, Atalanta just pummeling Parma here. Atlanta's Atlanta. What can we right? say? What can we say? Parma. Yeah. Parma. They've been absolute, you know, garbage yeah, <laughs> for a while been. now. Defensively, they can't stop anything. Nope. Uh, Malin- They're done. Yeah. Malinovsky getting another nice goal. Ilicic playing and getting a beautiful assist with a little back heel flick. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's not much to say. Gosens, when Robin Gosens leaves next year on transfer. Or next season, it'll be interesting to see how they cope. But, uh, yeah, just another solid performance. The bench, it was the bench. Gas, uh, uh, Gasparini, all the subs he brought on. Messina, Meredith, Katabor, Pasalic, Muriel coming off the bench, playing another outstanding, fantastic game. Two goals and assist in 45 minutes. The bench won them the game. Yeah, they did. Uh, next game, Torino, crucial draw, crucial point against Verona. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll talk about it in the next game, but Torino edging closer to safety in Serie A. Yeah. David Nicola is doing his job. Doing his job. Interesting story on the other bench with Ivan Jodic a bit upset with the Hellas Verona ownership. There's, yeah. He feels there's been no respect for what he's been able to with this team. Uh, they haven't reached out for a contract extension. Uh, this is one of the, I mean, lowest budget teams in Serie A. So where he has this team in the table, it's pretty outstanding. So... I can see where he's coming from. It'll be interesting to see how that story develops with Ivan Jodic because he's a great coach for the city. Yeah. So we'll see if Hellas Verona, if they time down, it'll be interesting yeah. to see what comes out of that story. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. Now, let's move on to one of the most important games that happened in match day 35. Let's talk about Cagliari just punishing Benevento here. What a game. One team clearly wanted it more than the other. And the other team is so deflated. They just know that it's it's falling apart. They're going back into City of B pretty much. I mean, I just cannot believe how much this Benevento team has fallen off the, off the map. Yeah, people people not doing his not doing his job. I mean, this is another people failure in his career in City A. He's not had a good City A career. No. He, is he a City A quality manager? No, he's not. He's not. He's a fantastic striker, but 
he's not a he's not a Serie A quality manager. But you 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 have to give credit to Cagliari on the other side. A return in between the sticks for Alessio Cragno and what a return! Fantastic game for him. Nandez probably played his game of the season. Picked up two assists. Uh, Marin played great. Liko Yanis played great. Liko Yanis's goal too. What a beautiful finish yeah. that was outside the it 18. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. So, Cagliari, what a story. What a story. Down and out with the Eusebio Di Francesco. Semplici comes in. Nobody gives Semplici a chance. Oh, this guy, you know, former spa coach, big deal, big whoop-de-doo. Comes in, organizes this Cagliari team, and look where they are now. Now they're moving up. And you know what? That's, maybe that's all this Cagliari team needed because they got some great pieces there. I mean, Daniele Rugani for Cagliari is a good piece. He's not a top club piece, but for a club like Cagliari, that's a good piece. Diego Godin has been a rock at the back for Cagliari. And Alessio Cragno, we know he'll be moving on probably at the end of the season, but been a great piece there. Nandez, rumored to be leaving too. Great piece there. So obviously this Cagliari team is going to be very different next year, but it's... It's they shouldn't it, they shouldn't be where they are. If you look at the names, they shouldn't. If, if you look at the names on on paper for this team and the budget, they are one of the more uh, wealthier teams in City. Ah, mm-hmm. they sh- definitely should be a top ten team fighting for Easily. Europa League spots. Easily. So this season has been very unacceptable. It's been very poor for Cagliari, but yeah. Sem- but Semtici has turned it around. Yeah. We'll see if it continues in the next season. It seems yeah. like he has saved uh, staying up in relegation. So. He's done what he's had to do. But this Cagliari team has been, you know, let's not kid ourselves. They've been very underwhelming. And it shouldn't have taken this long. This long, exactly, for them to turn it around. They ha- they should be doing a lot better. Uh, yeah. So, but big win. Off to the next game. Yeah, off to the next game. 5 nothing. Roma just punishing Crotone. Where has this Roman team been the past couple of weeks? That's the that's my question. They fantastic performance by the Giallorossi here. Fantastic. Uh obviously rotation in the squad. This is the difference. As a Roma fan, I know how much pressure there is on this team to do something and they don't have much. So, this is one of the worst worst publicized teams in Italy. The media pressure is so much. It 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 ages. It ages managers as they as they go. Uh, so Paolo Fonseca, nothing to lose here. Fantastic performance. Pellegrini, the captain, showed up, and bittersweet because it's a fantastic performance for him. But he is also in the media, rumored to be going to Liverpool. That's going to be heartbreaking if he leaves. And this is a Roman team that wants to win and get into Champions League. My please, and they're gonna go sell their best players. I know that's it's uh, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Uh, I hope it's not true. I hope he decides to stay and uh, prove his worth. So Lorenzo Pellegrini, what do we think of? Uh, I think he got his debut, Darbo. Yeah, Darbo, fantastic performance by Darbo. A lot to look forward to with Darbo. He's I think he's gonna be great. Um, he's got a, he's got a huge upside, and also Bove too. Bove made his debut off the bench, uh, another bright uh, st- shining star, and his first appearance in over a year. 
coming off the bench, <laughs> Javier Pastore. Oh my God, I forgot we had this guy. <laughs> but uh, just you know, there's when the pressure's off. This is this is what Roma does. When the pressure's off, they play so well. And yes, it's against Crotone, but they played fantastic. Mkhitaryan, fantastic. He's inevitably going to go. Uh, and Borja Mayoral bagging two goals. Should he be Roma's starter next season? Borja Mayoral? Yeah. I think he's earned it. He's got 16 goals this season. I think he's earned it. I think he has earned it, but with Ho- Jose Mourinho. Sorry, Jose Mourinho. Jose, right? Oh, no, Jose. Jose. Yeah, that's what I thought. With Jose Mourinho, it's probably not going to happen. But one quick shout-out to a man who finally had a good game this season. I think he's going to thrive under Jose in Marash Kambula. Finally, we have a decent performance side-by-side with Ibanez. I'm telling you. Against Crotone. Listen to me. As a Roma (laughs) fan, you have Ibanez, Mancini, and Kambula. You have guys that are going to be there for the next five to eight years. That is very bright. You build from the back out. And aside from the goalkeeper... They're building from the back out. De- and, hey, Daniel Fuzzato, great game too. Does he get enough to take Daniel Fuzzate? No. No? Daniel Fuzzato, no. No, no. He's not. He's not. Roma's going to have to buy a goalkeeper. But that's where, the, that's where the problem is now. We've got Olsen coming back from Everton. So what are we going to do with him? We've got Paulo Lopez on the books. We've got Daniel Fuzzato on the books. I think Antonio Mirante, his contract is up, and he is rumored to be going, I think, to AC Milan. Um, we'll see, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot more questions than answers uh, for Roma. But big five nothing win. We're still mathematically not out of Europa League. We could still mount a run, but we got to go on a tear. So Forza Gelarasi, and uh, let's see what happens. But let's move on to the next game, the big one, Milan. Not big one, pounding Juventus, and I mean pounding like just. Pounding, destroyed them. Pounding Juventus. This is the Juventus we've seen all year. Garbage. For what they truly are is garbage. How can you follow this Juve team? They are getting everything they deserve. Everything they deserve. Juve right now are on the outside looking into the Champions League. You guys aren't even in the Champions League. You're not going to get that 70 million purse just for being in the Champions League. What do you got to play for now? What do you got to play for now? Pretty much nothing. Pretty much nothing. I would love nothing more than to see Juventus in the Europa League. They're going to be so sour. And that's what happens when you have an arrogant owner like Andrea Agnelli who thinks Andrea Pirlo can do the job. A guy who they appointed coach nine days after appointing him as the U23 coach for City FC. Like, are you kidding me, guys? This is stupid business, stupid business decisions, and you get what you pay for. Yeah, this this was a big result. This gave Milan a three-point advantage over Juve with a head-to-head in their favor as well for Milan. Uh, I called this game as a Milan victory. I did. I felt Milan were going to go into this game a lot more hungry, and I think they showed that uh, against Juve. Juve heads dropped oh, yeah. after the Brahim Diaz uh, goal. Cristiano Ronaldo throwing his hands up in the air with things that didn't work out. Wasn't a catalyst in the game. Uh, Juve, again, the tactics by Pirlo 
questionable. He left Bonucci on the bench, one of the better ball-playing center backs in the league. Maybe the best long ball-playing center back in the league. I mean, you knew Milan was going to sit back. You had to pick Kyer and Tamari under pressure. Yeah. You had to test them. Um, and I just feel like Pirlo, again, let the team down. He did try to make some adjustments you know, towards the latter end of the game by bringing on Kulusevski, bringing him in, dropping McKenney into the center after he brought on Dybala after for Chiesa. Just it did never nothing. worked. Didn't work. It did Didn't work. nothing. And uh, the icing on the cake, Fikayo Tomori, Canadian born, basically put Juve to bed. Yeah, the, if you want to talk about clear-cut chances, I mean, Juve may feel hard done by because in terms no. of clear-cut chances, they Juve probably should have scored one goal. Clear-cut yeah, chances, but one, one, only one shot on target. Yeah, but they could have probably scored one goal with at least with all the uh, chances they created. Milan, like if you look at Brahim Diaz and Rebic goals, they were world-class strikes outside the they box. Were. They took their chances. Uh, Chesney even saved the penalty on top of it. Milan's finishing was just out of this world, and that's how you win big games like this. you got to score those screamers, world-class goals. You have to do it. Uh, Ibra, again, invisible in this game. Yeah, not doing anything. Picked up a knee injury, but it doesn't seem to be as bad. Uh, I think they're ruining signing him so early for next season. Yeah, I think uh, I think when he pulled up with that injury, I think the Milan everyone was regretting <laughs> yeah. him re-signing that renewal. But uh, doesn't seem to be as bad. I mean, just a solid team performance. Theo Hernandez, Kalanoglu again playing kind of as a false left winger get him more and so in, in the half spaces be, between Cuadrado and, and uh, Delict Metacor McKenney was functioning in a, in the half space there and he was just finding all the space in the world in between those four players and they couldn't decide who who should pick him up and that uh, that allowed Theo Hernandez to do so much damage on the left wing too I mean yeah just so impressive it's ever since they dropped Romagnoli yeah, they've been fantastic. They've been fantastic. But yeah. they've already come out and said that Romagnoli's not going anywhere. So I don't know how – if you're not going to play a guy and you have a guy with that contract, what's the point of keeping him on the books? Actions speak louder than words. Words are cheap. We'll see. It's one yeah. thing to say we're not going to sell him until a nice offer comes in. Sure. I'm sure he'll be uh, – Sure. We'll see him gone. Was there any other things in this game? I mean, in the, in the news now, apparently in the – the J Stadium training ground. Nadved Paratici got into a fight. Paratici wanting Pirlo gone for the last three games, feeling yeah. if Juve have a chance to make it into the Champions League, it'll be without Pirlo. What are your thoughts on that? Do you agree with Paratici? Or do you agree with Nedved and that he's staying and well, we're going to finish the season with him? You're gonna f- I think you got to finish the season with Andrea Pirlo because really, who's gonna, who, you're going to have Igor Tudor come in for three games? It doesn't make the assist in that. Pirlo's butted head was heads with as well. Yeah, that he personally brought in. So, I don't know. I, I don't think so. I think you got to see this through. And at the end of the day, you guys are the idiots that took a chance on him. And you got to live with your decision now. You made your own bed. You made your own bed. You put in an experienced, inexperienced coach who has no experience coaching. Which was in Yali's call at the end of the day. Yeah. Which was stupid. It goes to show you how stupid this man is. He's stupid. And Paratici, see what Paratici's coming from is he knows he's going to get the blame for this. At the but end what of the does day. Paratici care? He's out the door. 
at the end of the season anyways. It depends, but Juve is going to be, you know, tighten up that that uh, that wallet a little bit. So they are going to be They're going to have to, especially because they're going to be competing in Europa oh, League. If, if that happens, you're going to see drastic changes. No, Ronaldo's definitely going to be gone. They're going to be playing in Europa League. It's, it's, it's not yeah, a they, matter they of if. It's a matter of... It's a matter of... <laughs> When are they playing? That's what it, that's what it's a matter of. There, there's no catching Milan now. They, well, it's not just Milan. Maybe another team can fall off. I don't know. But yeah, we'll have. Juve's to see. got a tough schedule the rest of the way. They do. They have some challenging games. Yeah. Uh, but it's not. It's not looking good behind the scenes. Let's just put it that way. No, it's a mess. It's a. It's an absolute. So you agree mess. with Nedved then? Pirlo should finish off you the should. season. Yeah. So after the season. Pirlo's gone. Whether they make Champions League or Europa League, Pirlo's gone. What should Juve do with him? He's gone. Gone from the organization? Yes. Because here's the problem. What are you going to do with him? You're going to put. What are you going to do? You're just going to fire the guy, the Juve U23s, or are you going to make Pirlo an assistant coach? Why? Why are you going to do that? Get it. It's time to move on now. No, I know. Well, you should. They should have done it properly from the beginning, and they started to by giving him the other 23 team. And then nine days later, they make him the senior team. That was a stupid mistake. And now there's no coming back from that. And would Pirlo accept a, a relegation, if you will, in position? I think he would. One of our followers, Jerry's a big Juve fan, he stated, and, I, and I, he swayed me. I agreed with him. I feel if Agnelli was just to drop Pirlo, I think Pirlo's career would take a big hit. I don't think anyone would risk taking on Pirlo. I don't see any team in City. I think he'd have to go right to City B and try and break a team up. Good. Uh, that's where he should be. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that is, that's, that's probably his skill level. where he should be. Uh, but for Pirlo's sake in his career, I think it'd, it'd be – it wouldn't look good on Agnelli. If he wants to make himself – Look, if he wants to save an iota that, do you of think character, Andrea Agnelli cares? But if he wants to save an iota of, of of character, he should. And this is what this is what Jerry said. He should, and I agree. Go to the U twenty threes and restart. He was thrown into the first team way too fast. He should get a second chance at U twenty three. So think about this. Think about this. You're Develop coach, his system and go. Your coach that. coming. Here, so, so inevitably, there's going to be a new manager coming in the UVA. You come in, and the guy you're replacing is down in the U23. So he's still in the organization. He's still going to have some pull. How comfortable does that make you as a manager? It makes me uncomfortable. It wouldn't bother me. It bothered me. This guy. This guy clearly has he say failed. something. He failed. But the no, safe face. If he failed. Safe face. We're going to give him a second chance. If he failed, chance. he doesn't have a job. Go to a team like Carpi. Go to a team like Foggia. Go to a team there. And work your way up. That's what should have happened. And realistically, that's where he needs to go. I don't think he should be in this Juventus organization. And we've talked about this. There are sometimes players that are fantastic, that have amazing careers, that turn out to be terrible coaches. Case in point, people in Zaghi. Case in point, Alessandro Nesta. Right? Where are those guys? But Inzaghi's going to lose his job at the end of the season. Nesta is in the in the abyss with Frosinone. Like but Nesta, see, the one thing I'll give Nesta, Nesta went down to Serie B. He's trying to bring a team up. One time I'll last two. One time I'll last two. But he's trying to bring a team up. Okay? And when he brings his team up, 
He's earned his stripes. People in Zagi's brought a team up. Oh, he's earned some stripes. Okay, I'll give the, I'll give people in Zagi that. But Andrea Pirlo has done nothing, nothing. It was given to him by a garbage club who thought they could run away. You, you, Juve fans thought you could win the title and go on a Champions League run with a coach that has no experience. You guys looked like shit all season. It was it was an odd signing, but let's to move on to Milan. A, a few storylines. Pioli seems like he's going to he's going to stay. Maldini announced that, yeah. And uh, Tamori, they are doing everything to get him for his twenty three million loan uh, fee signing. So fantastic! That's a that's a good signing. He has been a he's been a steal so far. He's changed. He's changed the defensive outlook of this Milan team. He has. He so. has. So now here's I got a question for you before we move on. See. So. Inevitably, the big news, the big transfer target for in between the sticks, which we've talked about, is John Luigi Donnarumma. So, John, if you're John Luigi yeah. Donnarumma, you just won this game. Yeah, you've inevitably put Juventus into hell, which is the Europa League. Are you gonna bite the bullet and go down the Europa League with Juventus, or are you gonna? Donnarumma doesn't care as long as he gets the most money he can. Get. I know. That's all that matters to that guy at the end of the day. That that's guy will shame. pay for the 20th place team if he got the highest paid. That's a shame. That's a shame. That's, what, I'll tell motiv- right that's now. what motivates him is money. Man, he's only 21. That's, that's, that is the shame. Yeah, that is a shame. But uh, we'll see what happens. Anyways, let's look at the standings now. So Inter obviously clinched. Look at the this – is, this is where I want to talk right now. You got, you got Napoli, Atalanta, Milan. In the top four. Napoli, especially today, after beating Budanese. So Napoli is technically finishing and is right now in second place, a point ahead of Atalanta Milan. And then you have Juventus in fifth place with 69 points. What a hill to climb. I love it. I love it. And then uh, Lazio have been handed their... They're going to basically be playing in the Europa League or in the... Europa Conference League, if Roma has anything to do. Because Roma is sitting in seventh place, six points behind Lazio. We got to play Inter, then Lazio, then Spezia. There is a chance. Let's do it, boys. Let's go on a miracle run. Um, at the bottom of the table, we're not even going to read you 19th and 20th place. You know that. It's Parma Crotone. Benevento, three games left, 31 points. What a disgrace. Uh, Spezia only three points above Benevento right now, so Spezia is kind of in the hot seat now, right? And then you got Cagliari, Torino with 35 points, uh, Genoa with 36, and Fiorentina have assured City A status with that massive win against Lazio. So the tables, table looks good. Oh, yeah, a lot can still change. Table, table looks good. Uh, so that is Serie A match day 35. Let's change it up a little bit. Let's talk about the lower division. Let's talk about Serie B. Because I'm, I'm very excited to be talking about Serie B. I'm very excited about one team that is coming up t- okay, to Serie B. And you'll know why in just a few minutes. But first, let's talk about it. okay? So Serie B is done. It's set. Okay. The two teams that are joining us, as we told you before, Empoli are back. Empoli. Benvenuti, Empoli. Now, second place. Massive. First time in Serie A in 23 years. Salernitana are back in Serie A. 
Now, for those of you that don't know who Salernitana is, they are based in Salerno in the Campania region, which is big. So if Benevento comes down, Salernitana comes in, yeah, it's another Campania team. So Owned by... Yes, Claudio Lotito. Yes, from Lazio as well. So this is a very in- so this is very interesting, which we'll discuss. Okay, um, so Claudio Lotito, okay, cannot own both Lazio and Salernitana. Now that Salernitana have come up from Serie B, he has thirty days to sell the club. If you're Claudio Lotito, what do you do? If I'm him personally, I sell Lazio and I go full throttle with Salernitana. I think it's a sorry, uh, sp- sorry. I think it's a smart move. I agree with that because I feel like Lazio is taking them as far as he can with his financial budget, and you know maybe you get Salernitana up there with that budget, it'd be quite the story. Only problem is if you look at the Salernitana squad, half the players on loan there are from Lazio, so. <laughs> This team <laughs> could be a disaster next could year be. and go 0 38 going into the city for yeah. next season. Now, I know a lot of you are asking, how could I cheer for a Claudio Lotito owned squad? Well, there's a reason why. I have a soft spot for Salernitana. For those of you that don't know, Salernitana's captain is Francesco Di Tacchio. Okay? So there is going to be a Di Tacchio. In Serie A next year. All right? That's family. So, auguria Francesco Di Tacchio. It's been a long time coming. I know a lot of you don't know who Francesco Di Tacchio is because he's been a Serie B journeyman for, for many, many years. He was owned by Fiorentina. He, he He's really plugged away at his time. He spent uh, time at Ascoli. He spent time at Pisa, Frosinone, uh, Virtus Antella. Uh, but uh, he's found a home at Salernitana. He's a holding mid, and the most important thing is his last name is Di Tacchio. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Actually, I, I have a big. I'm gonna have a big soft spot for this team and be cheering them on. Hope hope they uh, survive City A next year. So I really wish them all the best. Um, they deserve it. Last year, uh, they got. They got, I feel like they got robbed. They should have been promoted last year. Uh, they fell apart in the promotion playoffs, which we'll talk about in a, in a little bit. But uh, this Salernitana team was the same team as last year, except they had Giampiero Ventura as the coach, and they had Alessio Cerci as a leader. He wasn't the captain. Francesco was still the captain last year, but they had a player with the star caliber of Alessio Cerci, and even they couldn't do it. I, I believe they lost to Spezia. They got knocked out in the promotion playoffs of Spezia. But anyway, let's talk about the promotion playoffs now. So now the promotion playoffs have been yeah. finalized, right? Let's run through the teams quick. Who's facing yeah. who? And then... So Monza and Lecce get the bye. Okay. Brescia and Cittadella are going to play in the first round. And then Venezia and Chievo are going to play in the first round as well. And the winner of those two games, are gonna one's going to play Lecce, one's going to play Monza, and they go from there. So... Very quickly, Lecce is a team that was in Serie A not too long ago. Same with Chievo, same with Brescia. But then you got teams that got some financial power now in Venezia. Cittadella is a loss. I've told you since day one, Cittadella starts strong. 
Then they end up in the promotion playoffs, and then they get smashed. That's what happens with Chitadella. So I expect more of the same for them. But talk about a team that is financially backed heavy, that has put all their money in on promotion this year. And I'm talking about Monza, owned by Silvio Berlusconi, run by Adriano Galliani, star striker Mario Balotelli. Does Mon- Can Monza get Kevin through? Prince Boateng, Giulio Donati. Yeah. Gabriel Paletta, Eugenio Lamanna, uh, Giuseppe Belushi. A lot of money in that team. A lot of money in this team. And if uh, you have to think, if they don't get out of this, if they don't navigate the promotion playoffs and get out of this, it's a failure. Yeah, they're going to be a big trouble. But uh, we'll see how that develops. Mm-hmm. We'll keep an eye on it. We're looking forward to it. But in the meantime, Alguria Empoli and Alguri to Francesco Litacchio's Salernitana. I really look forward to seeing you guys in Serie A next year. And yes, I am getting your jersey as soon as it goes on sale. <laughs> All right. He won't even give him one. <laughs> I know. No, he won't. He won't give me one. He'll be like, who are you? Um, anyways, do you want to move on to uh, match day 36? Yeah, let's go on to match day 36. Already we've had one fixture in the books. Yeah. Napoli, Udine, 5-1, which you've already mentioned. Just yeah. the Smashing. Oof smashing so congratulations to Napoli on that big win there Napoli just piling the pressure on the other teams chasing the Champions League too with that victory it's tight next year's gonna be even worse you watch especially with the special one there worse for Roma especially no but let's cover the other games okay so big game here Cagliari hosting Fiorentina yep Fiorentina assured Serie A safety now seven points safe Cagliari on the other hand Mounting a huge run right now. Got a lot to play for. Still not out of the woods yet. Can Cagliari get the result here? Yeah, I mean, Cagliari, yeah, of course they can. They've only lost uh, They've lost their last City uh, match against Fiorentina 1-0 in January. So that, uh, they've remained unbeaten in, in uh, each of the previous five matches yeah. against the Viola. So in the last... Uh, few matches they've had the upper hand i mean they did like i just said they lost in january but with the form they're on i mean fiorentina's on good form too with blahovic but they should be safe they're not mathematically safe yet no but uh two more points or three more points i think this one would would do it for them and, and that would be it but i don't feel fiorentina will have enough to get through Cagliari. no i think Cagliari is way too good right now so i'm gonna take Cagliari to win this game yeah, Fiorentina, they just, I think they concede still a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, they give their opposition too many chances. So, Cagliari for Giuliano, too. Yeah. Let's move on to the next game. Lazio hosting Parma. Parma abysmal. Lazio with a win can secure Europa League status for next year because mathematically, Roma won't be able to catch them, especially with the head by head. With the head-to-head. So, in my mind, I'm going to take Parma to win this game. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably well, not going to happen. But Probably not, because Lazio are enjoying their longest home ministry streak in Serie A history, 11 in a row. They're making history. I think they extend that with 12 games in a row. 17 goals in the last five games at the Olympico, averaging 3.4 a match. What a perfect opponent to keep that streak going against Parma. So We'll see. I think they do. I think Chiro gets a hat-trick here. Forza Parma, baby. Forza Parma. Okay, next game. It doesn't get any easier for Benevento. They are visiting Atalanta in this game. 
So Atalanta, all to play for Champions League, trying to secure Champions League status for next year. Benevento, that almost down and out, need a result here. Need a result here. Do they dig deep, and can they can they somehow get something here, Giuliano? I guess Atalanta. No way. Yeah. What do you think? No way. No way. I think this is going to assure that Benevento are going to go down into Serie B next year. Book me in for Atalanta. Yeah, I agree. I don't I don't see. I would love for Benevento to have a chance. I would love to see people revive and give a little bit of a relegation fight here. But Atalanta is the wrong team to be going into, you know, week 36. So, yeah. Good luck. All right, let's move on to the next game. It is the Riverside Pool and Spot Derby. Inter hosting Roma. Roma still a lot to play for. Conference League, possibly Europa League, depending on what Lazio does. Inter, nothing to play for. Everything's done. When you're the best, doesn't matter. But so, they've drawn their last six matches Yeah. in a row. Roma are going to have to win after Lazio's victory. So Roma do have a little bit more to play for. You tell me where you think the matches are. Matchups where Roma will get the advantage over into here. It's not going to be up top. It's not going to be defensively. The only thing I can think of is in the midfield. That's the only place we can take Inter out is in the middle of the park. Pellegrini, Mkhitaryan, Darbo. If they if they keep running with Darbo, I just think. Uh, that's the only chance we have is if we can control the midfield. Yeah, I agree. What do you think? I agree. If they can control the midfield, it's going to be a big ask of them. I think Inter has better Oh, big quality, time. Depending. But Inter will probably rotate in the squad. Yeah, for me, it depends on who Inter plays up top. I mean, the last time Inter beat Roma was in 2015. That long was the last time. time. Ago. A long, long time ago. Six years ago. And then you got Mourinho coming in next year. You guys are never going to beat us. It's okay, but Roma will never win a game anyway, so we'll just get a lot of draws. So I'm going to say Roma are going to win this game because I believe in the miracle run. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, Roma, where is this? At the San Siro? San Siro. Yeah, so Roma too. If you look, they're winless in their last five City A matches, away matches, losing the last three. Terrible record against the top seven. Have not won a game against the top seven team yet. But there's no pressure. No pressure. No pressure, Roma is no different. And to put it, you know, to add more fuel to this game, Conte, this is the only team he has not beaten since he's been in Serie A with Inter. What a surprise. With Inter. This is the only team he's I'm, beaten. Do I look surprised? 21 surprised. out of 22 sides he's faced, just Roma. So I think, I want to say the trend's got a break. But for me, until I see the start of the lineup, I can't really make a decision. So I'm going to just... Call a draw, because that's what's most likely going to happen. Probably. Let's see. Next game, Sampdoria playing Spezia. Sampdoria, nothing to play for. Spezia trying to fight for survival here. Sampdoria smashed by the Inter-C team last match day. Spezia all to play for. They are going to get desperate. What do you think happens here? This will be interesting. Yeah, Spezia need to turn it around. Uh, I mean... They should have a bit of assurance that Benevento's playing Atalanta. Uh, if they can get a point, it's a bonus for Spezia out of this game. But I think it's going to be hard to come by. Although Sampdori's playing for nothing, I think Spezia, like we said, one of the lowest shot tallies in the league. 
Sampdoria, I don't think, are going to lose two games in a row, especially I think Ranieri gets him back in, in, in form and firing against uh, Spezia. What are your thoughts? I think Spezia does something here, so that's my opinion. So let's move on to the next game. And it's a Liguria derby, so yeah. there's going to be fire in this. Oh, for sure. This isn't Always. just going to be a run-of-the-mill game. Always. Torino hosting Milan. What a time to be playing Torino for Milan. So this is the quite this is this is huge. Torino under Davide Nicola has revived this team, brought them from relegation into fifteenth now. Still a ways to go. They still have to win. They could afford to lose though. They could afford to lose, but you don't want to. Milan, on the other hand, what do you think happens? They need to win. The they pressure, have to the, win. Yeah, pressure's gonna be now they gotta stay above Juve. They gotta look behind them. We gotta match Juve's results. So what do you think happens in this game? Does the pressure get to Milan? Does the pressure get to Torino? Who becomes the uh, victor in this matchup? I think Milan rides on a high and Milan wins this game. Give me some more insight. What else? I just think with Torino, they've been consistent. They're picking up draws. They're not They're not razzle-dazzling everybody. They're not stealing wins. They're, they just look uh, blah. Like they're picking up the points they need, right? And with Benevento playing Atalanta, there's not going to be as much pressure on Torino, especially being four points above Benevento, right? With Milan, on the other hand, you just beat Juventus 3-0, okay? You just beat Juventus 3-0. If you don't get a result here against Torino, then that magic from that game was all for nothing. That's what yeah. I think. Yeah. And that's what they're going to be thinking about. They're going to be like, look what we did to Juventus. Now let's go pound another Turin team because nothing good comes out of Torino. So... Yeah, the the interesting thing here is Milan. Uh, they are if they win this game, in uh, in turn they'll tie Inter's record for the city of fifteen away wins in one season. They'll tie that record of which was set in oh six oh seven, which they're very capable of doing as well. Stefano Pioli has gone unbeaten in his last eleven City A games against Torino, four draws and seven wins. So I mean, history is. Kind of on Milan's side to get the, the victory here. I think that win against Juve pits the spark back in this Milan team that we saw earlier in the year. And I think they will get the better of Torino. Uh, Rebic has just been too good. Brahim Diaz now finally scoring uh, another goal. And I think he scored two goals in his only two league starts of the season, which is good. So you got him firing. I mean, they're not going to miss Ibra. You got Kalanogu who's been playing fantastic. Cassie, you know, they're terrific at winning penalties. You got Tamari and Kair. There's just too many things clicking all at once for Milan. So I think it continues victory here. A big three points for uh, Milan. I agree. Next game, Bologna, Genoa. A game that means nothing. No, it doesn't. Well, Genoa, they could get sucked back into relegation fight. Is it going to happen? Eh. Most likely not. No. They're only five points uh, safe. So it could happen. It'll be highly unlikely, though, because you got to, Torino have to fall to Cagliari, Spezia, and Benevento got to go pretty much undefeated. So it doesn't mean much. Genoa just needing a couple points, and then they're safe for the rest of the season. So they can probably take it easy. I think Bologna, again, they create a million chances, they're wasteful, and Genoa probably comes in and snatches a goal and wins this game. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Next game, big game, Sassuolo-Juventus doesn't get easy no this is this is one of the hard games i mean you have the zerbi who's hungry to beat juve that's for sure 
because he doesn't like the big clubs. You no. know, he, he let that very well known in his press conferences around the Super League time, the Super League era, we should say. Uh, you know, so Swallow are, are unbeaten the last city, uh, seven City at home matches and have only once gone longer uh, on such a long run in January 2016. They've, so they've only done this once before in their career, I meant to say. So they have a terrific home unbeaten streak right now. Going up against Juve. Pressure's on Juve. Pirlo said he's coming out with changes. It's announced Buffon will go in between the sticks. Chesney's going to get dropped because rumor has it. Buffon's out. He's going to well, be going to Barcelona. Yeah, Barcelona are actually in on Buffon. Buffon's already confirmed he's not going to Juve. He's not coming back to Juve. Yeah, so Isn't that crazy? He's going to be leaving. Yeah, I think that's a crazy signing. But uh, Buffon... It goes to show you Barca have no money. This is his second... <laughs> This uh, another last game for him at Juve. Yeah. Uh, Dybala is going to get the start over Alvaro Marata alongside Cristiano Ronaldo with uh, Federico Chiesa on the left wing. Cuadrado to be pushed out wide in the midfield role as opposed to the wing back role. And Artur and uh, Bednacur and McKenny will all be on the bench. Or sorry, Artur will be starting Bentancur and McKenny going right to the bench. So I think Bonucci gets to start as well over Giorgio. So he's going to be making a lot of subs, switching this team. I don't know if that's a good thing. What do you think in regards to those changes? I think the putting Buffon in between the sticks is a mistake because I think Domenico Berardi is going to eat him up. Same with Raspadori. I think Sassuolo gets something here and everyone's going to be freaking out. You think so? Yep. That's the final. That's probably the final nail in the coffin then for Juve. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juve... Only lost once in their last 15 games against the Swolo. This is Swolo's different. These aren't no whipping boys. No. I mean, they didn't win everyone. They won 11 of the matches, draw three. So it's not like they won all, all 14 out of those 15. So there is a chance. It's going to be a long shot for Sassuolo. Juve are the heavy favorites. I mean, Juve... I'm gonna I'm gonna pick him for the win. I can't imagine they get back to back losses in and especially after that Milan game. And they I can't imagine they throw away the Champions League with two games to go. So I'm gonna pick Juve, but it's gonna be an exciting match. Watch this game and Roma Inter. These are the two biggest matches of the yeah. weekend. Yeah, because uh, of the midweek, you mean? Sorry, of the of the midweek. So keep yeah. an eye on those games. And then there's a nothing game at the end. Verona, Crotone. Who cares? Means absolutely nothing. Yeah. Exactly nothing. So let's change it up a little bit. Let's talk about Coppa Italia. So reforms have been made for Coppa Italia. A lot of mixed emotions. Coppa Italia going forward is only going to include teams from Serie A and Serie B. So the teams from Serie C, teams from Serie D, you are no longer going to be in the Coppa Italia. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, do we ever see Serie C team, Serie D teams make runs? No. I think the only one that comes to memory is Alessandria, and they got smoked when they got into the deeper rounds. I mean, listen. They, yeah. As somebody, as somebody who follows the lower tiers, because all my teams are, are down there, <laughs> um, this is the thing. So... 
for those of you that don't know, there is actually a tournament in Serie C called the Coppa Italia Serie C, specifically for teams of the Serie C. And why is that? It's another tournament for these Serie C teams to participate in. It's a little bit of money. It's obviously not as much as the Coppa Italia, and no Serie C team does well in the real Coppa Italia, so they do this. But on the other hand, and this is where I kind of agree with the people that are irate about it. I wouldn't say I'm irate about it. I would say we know in Serie A, or sorry, in La Lega Pro, so professional soccer in or professional football in Italy, there are three tiers. There is the Serie A, there's a Serie B, and there's a Serie C, okay? Those are the three levels of professional Serie D is the highest level of amateur status. So when you get promoted from Serie D to Serie C, you achieve professional status for your club. So if you want to make this professional, do Serie A, Serie B, Serie C, just to keep it consistent. So all the professional teams participate in Coppa Italia and do the Coppa Italia Serie D or whatever you want to call it for the amateur teams. That way... It stops at Serie C because Serie C, Serie C has got what, 40, almost 50 something teams in it. It's a lot of teams. So I, but I do think they deserve to be in the Coppa Italia. I don't think they should be playing in their own Serie C Coppa Italia. Save that for the amateurs so they get more experience. You want to participate in Coppa Italia, get promoted to Serie C and get in. That's, I think that's just the way to do it. That's my opinion on it. Yeah, really, I I don't have much of an opinion. I don't think it matters. It's not going to change the competition. It, you're yeah. going to have the same teams in the final. So, I mean, it's not like the fans flock to the stadiums in City in uh, Italy anymore either. So, are the teams really making that much money difference? No. I mean, I don't think anyone will, no- will notice a difference, to be honest. No. So, that's our opinion on it. Now, before we wrap up, there is... Match day 37, right? Two big matches. We're going to run through them. Yeah. But the most important matches will give, yeah, a two-minute spiel on. And yeah. they probably deserve a little bit more cover, but we're midweek. Yeah. It's too early to tell. We don't know what's going to yeah. happen after tomorrow. So let's go. Genoa, Atalanta. Not much. I mean, Atalanta should win. Should win, yeah. Spezia Torino, interesting. That would be a big relegation battle. So yeah. I wish we could. We're gonna have to see the outcomes, but that's a match to put a star beside. Yeah, to watch for. Watch that game. Juventus Inter. Now the Derby d'Italia. This is gonna be one of the biggest Derby d'Italias. It's gonna be one-sided in terms of it being important, though, and it's gonna be very important. Even if Juve, if they win and say Milan lose, it will still be very important because they're going to have to win this game regardless. Juve's got to come out and they got to prove themselves. I think Conte's going to want to play upset. He's he's going to want to play a starting team. I think he's going to want to beat Juve uh, for what happened in the past. And I think he really wants to see them stay in Europa League spots. So that'll be an interesting game. Like I said, we don't know who's going to be healthy or not. But... Uh, We'll see. It'll be exciting. I think Inter will definitely be more fresh going into that game. I'll tell you that much. And more calm and, and mentally. I think Juve will see a lot uh, in the Sassuolo game. 
if they look completely discombobulated, I think you're going to see an easy enter win in this game. But it all depends on the Sassuolo game, how Juve comes out. Let's move on to the next important game, the Derby della Capitale. You tell me what you think. Roma Lazio. So, all to play for here obviously depends what happens results-wise midweek. You, uh, you thought this game was going to be for top four at the end of the season. It, sounds, it might for, be for Europa League. This is for top schief, bottom Europa League spot. <laughs> Get out of here. A lot on the line here. I think both teams are going to go all out here. Roma are not going to... Roma were humiliated in the last Derby della Capitale. They're not going to let that happen again. Lazio always wanted to be Roma. This is the game that Roma and Lazio fans circle on their counter. These two games. These are the two most important things. For us, it doesn't matter how many Scudettos you win. Same thing with Lazio, does it? It means... doesn't matter when you're not winning them. That's why. It means... Our Scudetto is who finishes higher, Roma or Lazio. That's the most important thing for us. That's what we care about. So, <laughs> Like Arsenal and Tottenham. <laughs> uh, who cares about those two? The schkeef. Um, So in this game, I think Roma are going to go all out. They're going to be desperate. Uh, Lazio, on their hand, they could be shaky, especially if they drop, drop points to Parma. They're going to be really shaky. So I'm going to take La Roma to salvage some basically salvage some credibility and do something here. So book yeah. me in for Roma. Yeah, I don't I mean Lazio's not gonna come out and win that way again. No way. No, I, I yeah, Roma they're definitely not gonna get ahead of Lazio this season. So the the best they can do is we don't know make that. up for that three. No, they won't. With Lazio have a game in hand, they're not gonna catch We them. don't know that. There's no chance they catch them. So we Roma don't know that. Roma are most likely cemented in seventh. We don't know depending that depending on what happens with the swallow. So this we is don't be know that. All about pride. This game. We don't know that. It's not happening. Yeah, Next. We don't know that. Next. Okay, let's talk. Fiorentina Napoli. Big match here. Yeah. Big match for Napoli. This is remember Fiorentina. So Fiorentina, not too long ago, when Sadi was there, Napoli played them. If they won that game, they would have possibly won the Scudetto against Juve. I think they yeah. finished a point behind that year, if I'm not mistaken. Choking when it mattered against Fiorentina. Now. We'll see what happens with the rest of the fixtures here. But we hope Napoli don't choke again Seriously. In, in, in regards to losing to Fiorentina when it matters. They win this game. We can almost almost guarantee that Napoli will be in the Champions League next season. That's yeah. This game is massive, massive for Napoli. It's a must win. It's, it's against a team that they do struggle to beat sometimes, like we just said. Will Napoli have the mental character? to get over this Fiorentina hurdle. I think so. Napoli to win. Next game. Udinese <laughs> Sampdoria. Next. <laughs> nothing. There's nothing, nothing here. It means nothing. Nothing. Benevento Crotone. Benevento Crotone. That, that's a big game for <laughs> Benevento. Game. That's a big, yeah, big well. game for Benevento. Benevento better win this game. That's and, all I got to say. But Crotone can play. Crotone is going to want to play spoiler. Yeah, they could You're drag, coming down with us. Yeah, they could drag him right down to the city of be abyss there. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, massive game for Benevento. You don't win this game, see you later. This that's, that's right. this is their last hope right here. Yeah, pretty much. And then Parma Sassuolo. Big game for Sassuolo if they want to get into the Europa League spots and jump Roma. You mean Europa Conference League? Whatever, Europa Conference League. Some B-rated division, European Cup. Anyway, it's C-rated. that's what they want to get to. European Some Division Cup. So, Jerk. 
So, I mean, it's a swallow if they want to get in that competition. That Inter Scudetto's gotten your head already, eh? <laughs> it's a swallow. I'm pretty sure they're going to want to get into that competition. So Yeah, it's a swallow for sure wants to get Should in that be competition. Parma. So, next game, Milan, Cagliari. Big match. Yeah. Talk about, like we said, the pressure's on these teams. Milan. Both of them. Cagliari, like I said, aren't safe yet. But they, if they do something tomorrow, yeah, they should they should be somewhat safe heading into this game, and they can. I let's just put it this way: if I'm fighting for Champions League, this is probably one of the last teams I want to be playing right now. Yep. Although they're in the standings where they are, Cagliari are very tough to beat. They have some veterans in that team that know what it takes to win, like Godin, uh, guys that are hitting form like Nandas to the other Uruguayan. He's been fantastic. Pavoletti scoring. Joao Pedro's back. Nangolin's back in the number 10 free-roaming position. So Milan is going to have it cut out for them. It's going to be tough going midweek in their fixture, uh, in their midweek fixture, and now having to go against Cagliari here. Yeah, they're, they're go going to be from, spent. Uh, to go from Torino to Cagliari. It's two tough defensive teams. They're going to have to be working hard. The attackers are going to be probably a big gassed so it'll well, be interesting well knowing who they play on the final match day they gotta get they got their they gotta get their work done now yeah yeah and yes milan is playing in their final match day atalanta so so that you gotta win these two games now this this is the decisive week for all these teams yeah absolutely this is probably the one of the most exciting top four races in europe yeah for sure everything else is done pretty much that's why and then uh, top it off, another nothing game, Verona-Bologna. Nothing. Garbage. nothing garbage. Garbage. Go to bed. Just like Juve. <laughs> Such garbage. But anyway, if anyone wants to take a shot at Christian, anti, anti I've been Juve. waiting. You Juve fans, you got your tail between your legs. Just <laughs> got nothing to say. You got nothing to say. Dad, you got nothing to say. If you want to come on this podcast and you, Vitino, we could use one here. Listen, yeah, seriously. We're 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 recruiting uh we're recruiting a Juve fan for a couple episodes because it'd be fun to actually have one in here and rip apart. So <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't bite. Don't worry, I don't bite. And I'm a Roma fan for crying out loud. You know how many things you can rip on me for? I welcome it. I welcome it. I'm just literally I'm waiting for you, Juve fans. I'm waiting for you. I have so many questions for you. Like, you got a garbage owner who doesn't know his head from his ass. You have uh, an ugly jersey, an <laughs> ugly new logo that's been for, there for a couple of years, but I can't stand it. That stupid J. And uh, you finally got some competition this year, and you buckle under the pressure. I think, and I think they've installed that jersey from Knott's County, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> they joking. did. What a surprise. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. What a surprise, Juve fans. Everything's stolen or <laughs> or bought or something like that. These Juve fans were garbage. Just garbage. Absolute garbage. But uh, I think that sums up today. <laughs> so, until next time, ciao ragazzi. Ciao, ciao. Enjoy the week. Yes, enjoy the week. Forza Roma, Forza Inter, and Juve Schief! Yeah.